My uncle is a doctor, and he said when I was a little kid that if I ever go to the ER, people might think I'm on drugs because my eyes are dilated all the time. They'll think you're on drugs anyway. Why will they think I'm on drugs? They thought I was on drugs the one time I had to go to the ER. Is that just and like their default? And then they charged me for testing, even though I told them I wasn't. Is that just their default? Yeah. I hate the American healthcare system. Welcome to Movie Pain or Pleasure Podcast, the show that's hiding something under its dance belt. I'm your co-host, Melanie Gibson, and AJ's looking at me because he doesn't know what a dance belt is. Oh, don't. Hold, holds your, uh, your twig and two berries in when you're dancing. It's a jockstrap. It's a jockstrap. Yeah, it's a jockstrap. Why is it called a dance belt? I don't know, because it just is. Anyway, so we are talking about our favorite dance movies, since that's been our theme for all of April, and we wanted to culminate that with some movies we really love over the last couple of years. And for today's episode, I am drinking a big fat glass of Robert Mondavi bourbon barrel Chardonnay because I had to get up at five and drive like 40 miles to this work venue thing, do an hour and a half presentation and drive another 40 miles back. And I am an introvert with an extroverted job and I'm exhausted. So cheers. Hello, AJ. What's up? I'm not drinking a damn thing. Well, I will drink for, I'm drinking for two. I'll drink all this wine. All right, let's get started. So we have a baker's dozen of dance movies. So the first one is Work It. And that's a 2020 dance comedy that we found on Netflix. I find it funny that I've heard people give that movie hate, but it's for the same reasons I like it. Why do they give it hate? Like the whole premise of, oh, this girl doesn't even know how to dance, but she's going to like rise up to the level where she's winning a competition or whatever to get into college like that's i don't care and so <laughs> are our regular dance movies any more realistic uh, it's it's cute it's funny and it's smart and there's a person with a torn acl so of course i'm poking up out of my little gopher hole like ooh, i have that too and all the women are like teeny tiny so they're cute am i cute because i'm teeny tiny am i teeny tiny anymore yeah i they're like under five feet though. So it's... Oh, okay. That's teeny tiny. All right. Number two is the 2010 thriller, drama, psychological, whatnot, Black Swan, starring Natalie Portman. You're eh. making a face. You didn't like it? I like it. I just think Perfect Blue is better. <laughs> okay. Talk a little bit about Perfect Blue. I don't know if our audience knows that one as well. <sighs> the guy who made it's dead, so... That's the creep. I mean, the people That's who a made a factor. lot of movies are dead. Um, yeah, but it sucks because he was such a good director. So, Black Swan is based off of Perfect Blue, which is about a girl leaving a pop group and getting, like, she gets stalked and people start to die and then you you lose track of when it's day and when it's a dream and when it's what's going on in her life and they... they took that and turned it into a ballet thing and perfect blue is an anime yeah so an anime that became so a ballet creepy. movie natalie portman won an oscar for it hmm. it was very good but i was surprised at the number of people who thought she actually did all that dancing <laughs> ballet is very very difficult so she may have done some things like from the chest up but all the point work and everything that was a professional dancer 
who did the stunt work for that. So we're going to take it a little... This one queen. Hmm? This one queen. Yes, that's our favorite line from that French director. I will cast my swan queen. And you have to say it as one word. Swan queen. He was a creep. So anyway, number three is the 2012 comedy drama Magic Mike, starring Channing Tatum and Matthew McConaughey. And then I can't say his name. Joe Manginello or something. I said Maggiano's the other day. Uh, oh, the big giant, yeah, yeah. big dick Richie. Yeah. Um. Well, and uh, uh, Fluffy. Yes. Fluffy's in there. Gabriel Iglesias. Uh, um. It's a very fuck my life movie. Yeah. Talk like, about that. I need some more wine. It's. Uh. I thought it was just gonna be fan service for women. To be honest, and just it turned hot guys into, dancing around. Yeah, it turned out to be a really good like story about a guy just trying to start his own business and get out of this i guess soul draining male stripping yeah um and that's it it's just a actually fairly decent movie like nothing too crazy yeah i i won't i won't say anything about the dancing because it looks ridiculous i think the dancing is i guess male stripping and female stripping are very different worlds um with male stripping, it's it's all the choreographed numbers kind of throw me. Like this is what they actually do. I've never been to, uh, to see that. So, it's the costumes and the cho- the choreographed dancing just cracks me up. I'm like, why don't you just get up there and grind? I guess they have to make they have to they put some effort into it. Yeah, like they're doing basically more than a cheerleading group would like yeah i mean they have they have stunts they have choreography they have costumes they have to have uh characterization yeah there's tarzan or whatever yeah and firemen and policemen it's so dumb though. fuck the police literally so (laughs) number four following that is magic mike xxl 2015 so if magic mike was supposed to be a serious movie magic mike xxl is not it is one of the funniest movies I have ever seen. In fact, I and want to watch it again so just so I can top. laugh. It is ridiculous. And it's... it's Dick over the being top. the operative word. It's over the top in the right way. Like, they just... They they lean into all of the, the ridiculous parts. And I'm, I'm kind of glad it worked out that way because... Had they done that in the first movie, yeah, it then been. what would you have done with a sequel? It, it would have been just a bad sequel. Whereas the first one was like, this is actually... I, I refused to watch the first one for a long time because I thought it was just going to be stupid. But then I watched it and I'm like, this is actually a really serious... It's a good movie. It's a really good story. It's got some really sad, serious things in it. There's drugs and shit. Yeah, and like... somebody dies or they overdose or something and nobody has any money. It sucks. And so then, of course, they can come back. And so I was curious about the sequel. But again, I'm like, I'm not going to go pay to go see that in the theater. So we finally watched it on HBO. And I was just cackling the whole time. It is so funny. And you're just as straight as straight can be. But you still thought it was pretty amazing, too. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. Because it's just dudes on a dude trip. Like It really is. That's all it is. And it's just as stupid as real life guys would be. But, like, also in a very broy or slash bromance sort of way like they're very supportive of each yeah, other yeah i'm really they like it... they do the thing that guys do where they like bust each other's balls and make fun of each other and like f- insinuate the other dude's gay or whatever but then they are also like super happy for each other when things go well and it's kind of funny like uh 
Richie finds his his uh his Cinderella, his Cinderella slipper, slipper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his glass slipper. Yeah, yeah. I could definitely that should go on the summer list of fun movies because it's just it's so silly, it's so funny. And there's supposed to be a third one. I think, yes. coming. <laughs> I <laughs> coming being the operative word. All right, number five is called Heartbeats, and that's one we've mentioned a couple of yes. times. This is my favorite dance movie. Probably it's, it's from 2017. I I do have a problem with the description though if you just google it and look it up is that a hip-hop dancer goes to india and she's infatuated with the new dance style no she's not because over and over she insists on using her own music which is kind of this whiny contemporary indie stuff and um meanwhile we're learning about indian culture kind of bollywood culture their traditional dances my, my favorite scene is they're there for a wedding and there are these hired dancers who are teaching the guests how to dance and so there's a man and a woman and they tell the story of how the couple met and got engaged and they kind of clap and they dance and they move around and they explain the whole courtship yeah, that was pretty through cool. dance. And it was really cute and, and sweet and the costumes are good and the and dancing's good. They say there's a good storyline too. It's not like, like there's a lot of dancing in it. It's, it revolves around dancing, but it doesn't have like... It doesn't have a competition or, like, a thing that must be won or whatever. And they even make fun of something. At, at one point, they're at a club, and this other guy that's, that is trying to get a job there that's, like, sort of competing with them as far as the free market is concerned, it, the, the lead is just, like, you really you want to have, a, like, what, a dance battle? Like, here on the floor? Like... He just belittles him for thinking about it. It's really funny. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's one of my favorite ones so far. Yeah, that's a good one. I could definitely watch that again. And uh, of course, these are all guilty pleasures, but we do have some actually good movies thrown in. So the next one is questionable. We really love it, but certain people don't. Number six is Rabne Banadi Jodi, which is a 2008 Hindi film starring Bollywood bigwig Shah Rukh Khan. Which video I just got blocked twice so we're trying to spread the word we love this movie yeah. so you can listen to our episode about it on anchor spotify or itunes but aj's still trying to get the video up because i put videos the picture the pieces of the movie in it like i want people to hear about it it's i will convince movie. americans to watch your movie jody i can't say the name um it's free advertising bollywood yeah like leave us be it's just yeah. little clips like Chill it's, out, copyright It's such a system. good movie. So I, I won't tell the whole story because we just did an episode on it. So go listen to our episode. But basically this this guy wants to get closer to his wife. They, they kind of got married by happenstance and they're very distant emotionally. And so he changes who he is to get closer to her. And that's all I'm going to say. It is three hours of dancing and singing and playing different characters and it's very funny and it also has some really touching moments in it too mm. so what was your favorite part of that movie hmm i think actually the scene where uh raj is explaining how he can feel the way he feels even though um tiny partner yeah tiny partner doesn't feel the way she thinks she's supposed to feel. Yeah, he can love her basically unconditionally, even though 
she doesn't love him back. I don't know why I really like that scene. There's just something... And it... Uh, well, anyway, just go watch the thing. <laughs> yeah, we could just... We could do a whole other episode on Robin and Bonazzi Jody. So number seven, taking it to ridiculous extremes, is Step Up 3D. <laughs> Best one. Yeah, I have to go back. We, we just did an episode on the worst Step Up movie, Step Up 6, Year of the Dance. <laughs> and we ranked the Step Up movies from worst to best, and I couldn't decide between Step Up 3D and Step Up 4 Revolution. But I think if I, like, got into my head, I could only watch one for the rest of my life, I think I'd have to go with Step Up 3D. Yeah, I think it's just the perfect in-between of the ridiculous stuff you expect and, like, a decently made film. Yeah, and the dancing is really good. The costumes... The music. The set pieces, like the, yes. the busted water fountain that they dance on and all mm-hmm. that stuff. That they don't do anything like that in the sixth one, which... They don't do anything like anything in the sixth one. The sixth one is terrible. If it's, you want to hear you want to hear a hate watch, go watch our episode on Step Up Six. They kind of made a worse version of the first one. I'm like, that's kind yeah. Of... <laughs> I was like, let's make a sequel, but make it a whole lot worse. So number eight from 2012, following 2010's movie, is Step Up Revolution, which is the fourth movie in the franchise. And I I really like this. I don't really care about the two main characters very much. Mm-hmm. I never really do. And I don't really care about the side characters as much as the ones in the third one. They, mm-hmm. They're very colorful and interesting in the third movie. But in the fourth one, it's the visuals are really, really good. So they have one guy in their crew who doesn't even speak at all. But he does all this incredible, or the character does, all this incredible artwork, like paint scenes on lined up pieces of glass or projects light onto a building. Yeah, he's and, got this Banksy sort of thing going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, good for you. Mention Banksy. So, <laughs> highbrow after all. All right, um, the, yeah, there is there is some dance terrorism in it. Just yeah, there's definitely terrorism. Um, but it's it's got the most original, like, idea for why they're dancing yes it's not a competition there are other things at stake there are bigger things at stake than like winning a thousand bucks that you're going to split amongst your crew of 20 people yeah which they the numbers never add up on that shit they need the money they'll take whatever they can get so here's where this movie relates to the next movie so peter gallagher is the main girl's father in step up revolution Mm. Peter Gallagher was in number nine, which was one I saw in college as a dance major, Center Stage, from the year 2000. And Peter Gallagher is a ballet company's director. So it's about a young girl who gets into the American Ballet Academy or whatever the one is in New York. I think that's what it is. And there's romance and bulimia and all the things you'd expect from a movie about ballet. Yeah, it's probably the most realistic one. Of all the... Except at the end like, where she just magically changes costumes and stuff, right? On, all the way down to her point shoes. Yeah. But as far as, like, just just the story about a girl that happens to go to ballet school, like, that's the most realistic of all these different films. Probably so. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some drama going on with the director. There's some drama going on with the, the two main guys. Um, one of them is even questioning if she wants to be in ballet anymore. So I remember when that came out, I went to see it with a friend and we were both dance students and, um, I, I didn't, I don't really do a lot of ballet. I did more modern dance. So it wasn't like I was sitting there going, ah, I hope that's going to be me, but it was still a really good movie. And I think one of my dance instructor's sister was an extra 
Remember the part hmm. where they sneak off to the hip hop, the, like the jazz dance class? Yeah. His sister was in that scene. Oh. Yeah. So. No, we are basically royalty. We know somebody who knows somebody who's related to somebody. I told this story today at this work event. My grandma yelled at Mario Andretti in the airport one time. She yelled hello, but still, <laughs> that's my impression with fame. All right, number 10 is a movie from 2016 called High Strung. Mm-hmm. which is a, a this is a guilty pleasure for this sure. is a guilty pleasure because it's not really a good movie no it's, but it's so ridiculous that it's fun it was yeah. the most fun to make fun of probably of this list yes because the plot is not very good it's it's not it's definitely not boring it's a little but bit it's not good new like half of the the duo that holds up the movie isn't even a dancer. It's a violinist. Yeah, and he's kind of a... He's a, a Cullen. A weird bad boy guy. The best scene in the movie is when they go to an Irish pub. That one was awesome. And he plays with the little band and people are dancing on the tables and stuff. So it really doesn't have anything to do with this ballet girl. It's That's just the best scene in the movie. All right, taking it back to the streets with number 11. (laughs) Honey 3, Dare to Dance from 2016. Another guilty pleasure. Another guilty pleasure because we both kind of have a little crush on the main girl. And she's so grouchy. She never (laughs) smiles once and it just makes her even more adorable. She just just scowls the whole time. I'm like, yes, you scowl, you cute thing. (laughs) Although... The way, like the winning uh, revelation at the end is oh. the most ridiculous, stupid yeah. thing. Yeah, it's like they're gonna do the move. They're gonna do the move, and it's it's. I'm just gonna say they call it like the helicopter. Wait, do, 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 do. No, wait. should I say it? Well, wait, no, but that's not the main girl. That's the opposing girl. It, oh, and the opposing team. They're yeah. like, oh shit, she's gonna do the move, and I'm like, is it gonna be like the Iron Lotus or something? Like this big flip in the air. We just rewatch Blades of Glory. Nope, but it's just... No, it's this girl laying on the dirty ground, popping her ass up and down. When she... As, in a, as, going as, in a circle. As she spins on her tits, basically. <laughs> she just... Just pops the like, booty up and down. Which is... Okay. That's fine. That's fine. But don't make it out to be like, it's, this is going to be the big move that wins it all. I'm like... Wait, it's not like you figured Ugh. out a triple axle or whatever. Like, or an iron lotus or whatever. Um, and then, no, okay, so that's stupid. That is stupid. But the counter move to win is just twerking. I mean, that's okay. I but guess. that was so dumb. Like, it was. It was Because at some point in the movie, her teacher calls it out. Like, just, just, just like, you think that's dancing? Just shaking your ass. And then she comes back. She's like, okay, I was a little harsh. You know, you do you. And then that's, so that's how she wins. Yes. The power of the booty. It's cool, but it's not impressive. No, but I, I liked, I liked the story. <laughs> I liked the character. I liked most of the dancing. Liked her teacher. Well, yeah, was that Miss J? Yes. Yes. Her teacher was very interesting. This, this older woman who you could tell she was, she had been an actual model or a dancer or both or something. She just had this elegance to her and, and just this debonair is not the right word but debonair is what comes to mind and, and she's you can see her you, you bet she was at studio 54 in the 70s or something yeah so yeah she's pretty cool number 12 is one we've talked about before on one i think our january episode and it's stepsisters from 2018 oh and this is a comedy and i think it's a very smart movie it's it's a comedy about a girl who has to teach 
step dancing, which is big in black sororities and, and fraternities, to a house that's mostly white girls because they had gotten in trouble and then they have to enter this competition. So there's some things. It's, it's pretty funny. It's, it's, it's pretty good. I liked it. I just thought that they were like a little too patting themselves on the back with like the the light racial the wokeness of it things they were trying to say like okay that's cool also i think the white dude was way too over the top oh her white boyfriend like like okay well i guess it yeah he was calling her her, it's not any princess yeah it's not that big of a deal because i mean he's basically the counterbalance to their candace owens um the black girl who acts totally white and the Fox News one? Yes. Oh. Yeah, that girl. Um, so I guess it's fine. But I just thought that they were like, oh, we're really saying something. Like, you're kind of saying something. Kind of. <laughs> I thought, it, okay, I disagree with you on that. I, I, think, that, I, I, I think, think it's fine. I think the dialogue was really funny. I liked all the characters. Oh, yeah, I was thinking I it's liked funny. the character arcs. So I didn't have the issue with it that you did. So that's where we can. I don't think it's an issue. Agree to disagree. I just think that they were like maybe they maybe they thought that they're like the this might be the best new breaking movie and it was I just. I don't it think was so. I think it was all like I think that was satire, sort of. Meh. So that's anyway. <laughs> that's our twelve, and then I added number thirteen to bring us to a baker's dozen, and it's a classic because all of our movies are from the two thousands, from two thousand or later. And number 13 is An American in Paris from 1951 with the original dance hunk, Gene Kelly. Yum, oh. yum. He's a, he's a good looking man. He was big and buff too. Big and strong. Okay, I don't know anything about this. Oh, well, we'll have to watch this movie. What the fuck? So Gene Kelly, I think, is a painter or something. And he, I've, I've seen it, I've seen it like 20 years ago, so I'm not going to tell the story. But he moves to Paris. He meets a girl. Love ensues, and, and there's lots of dancing and singing. It's wonderful. Hmm. So it's a very good movie. I think Gershwin did the music for it. Okay. So. I don't know. Rhapsody in Blue. Oh. That guy. Okay. Well, so. Then. There's one that I liked that I, I don't, we haven't had on here. That's Is it Save the Last Dance? Um... With was Not that... Round to Rousey. With Julie Stiles? I think, yeah. Oh, I didn't like that movie. I liked it. Oh. Um, the second one was terrible. The second one looked like an after-school special. The second one was okay. the most awful thing ever. Tell me why you liked Save the Last Dance, and I'll say why I didn't like it. I don't know. I just liked it. I I didn't, like, I didn't love her, like, the whole movie, because she's she was very kind of bitchy for no reason. But... Okay, I think that maybe did a little more for the whole breaking boundaries thing than stepsisters. Really? I mean... And Save the Last Dance was more supposed to be a like a serious drama, and Stepsisters was a comedy. Yeah. It's not as enjoyable, but I still liked it. Huh. I, I, I didn't like it because I found Julia Stiles lack of now I, I don't care whether she can actually dance or not she didn't really need to they could have stunt people do like the point work and everything but she was so it was so hard to believe that she was doing any of it because 
she and she's a good actress but she was not selling me on being a dancer because she was just kind of she'd furrow her brow and look down like she's thinking the whole time and just kind of look frustrated the whole time and so she never sold me on the actual dance i could tell mm. it looked like though this is julia styles being nervous or something like the real person was coming through with her discomfort of what she was being asked to perform and that was just so distracting i just i couldn't enjoy any of it at all well i don't know shit about dancing so <laughs> that doesn't count for me <laughs> it's like okay like if they show a movie where somebody's supposed to be playing the piano saying. and then i just it's... don't i wouldn't notice it so well, i noticed it yeah um and carrie white's in it so who carrie white who's that carrie white i think she's in it i don't know who that is sure you do you have to give me some. Unless I'm using the entirely wrong name. You have to Carrie Washington. Oh, Carrie Washington. I don't know why I said white. Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington is in it. Okay, maybe it's worth watching for that. She is pretty. Yes. She's very cute. Anyway. Me. That's all I got. That's it. Those are all. <laughs> I didn't even finish my wine. So those are our 12 plus one favorite dance movies. 12 plus one plus half. Plus half because I don't like Save the Last Dance. So. You get 13 and a half, and that's it. All right. I think this might be our shortest episode. <sighs> Yay? <laughs> Yay. I'm... Good. You guys don't have to sit through us talking for too long. <laughs> hey, I want people to sit through us talking. So if you want to sit through us uh, talking and me drinking wine and us arguing over movies, join our cult and be my victim, and you can do that in a couple of ways. You can join us on Twitch, I guess Discord, I still don't understand how that works, YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, and iTunes, and also Instagram. Seven ways. Seven. Seven days. Join our cult. Be my victim. Seven days.